Right. Okay. How's it going? Good. 2020. This is where all of your... All your big ideas and all your big claims. <laughs> big ideas. <laughs> this is where you've got to act. See, it's me, a thinking man, made no plans for Couldn't 2020. Couldn't think of anything no, to do. Didn't, uh, did, did, didn't have any aspirations Such for this year. Way of the thinking man. So I Not even to, waking up. I don't have to do anything. My dream is to wake up in the morning. Yours <laughs> is like, no, just, just no. I'll, I'll get there. Where? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just kind of be here, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, feeling good. Yeah. In a, in a somewhat weird way. Um, what was your New Year's? Because you were originally going to be with us, but, you know, shit happened. Oh, uh, I don't know, usual. Ah. Usual, alone. <laughs> well, you had Doing your dog. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got with the dog. Which is the best company. This is true. Um, I can't even remember what I did. It wasn't, it didn't do anything special. No. I think I was just doing podcasty, I was editing. Yeah. And doing stuff. Do you stay up for New Year's? Or are you one of these people that doesn't bother and just goes to bed? Well, my body clock is I go to bed at like 5am. So right. I'm, I was awake during it. Yeah. But uh, not necessarily giving a shit. Yeah. No, I think I even had a nap and woke up at like quarter to 12. It's weird to go accident. to sleep and wake up next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a mate. Is I don't know why I find it funny, but he's adamant that it's still 2019. Why? It just is. <laughs> he's just like happy 33rd of, of december 2019 everybody <laughs> what's, what's yeah going? nothing's changed <laughs> all right that counts just, just fighting that fight i'm like hey that's a fight i can get behind yeah time yeah <laughs> fighting time just, it's still last year is it yeah <laughs> but it isn't that's what they want you to think <laughs> change everything yeah, no, I didn't do anything special for New Year's. You did. You had a quiet one in. Yeah, I had a quiet one in. It was. It was. We were going to be going to Sheffield, but because of um, like uh, various fam- family problems on my wife's side, um, we decided to stay here and have a quiet one. <laughs> what? I, I find it funny because you've mentioned it twice now in two yeah. different episodes, and each time you've gone, it's my wife's side. Yeah, I just find that funny. I know it's. Actually well, I don't accurate. want people feeling bad for me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I just like. It's like. There's loads of problems. Yeah. Not my side. Her side. <laughs> not like that. Problems. <laughs> I know it's not like that, but it's just funny. But it's the same way I like, I find it funny when people like tell you who they, um, I don't, the typical one is like who they voted for. Oh, right. They'd yeah. be like, well, I voted for blah, blah, blah. It's, it, and I still think this is like, who cares? Used what, as a, yeah, used as a way yeah. of justifying. Like, yeah, well, just like, a, it's yeah. like a, it, I haven't got problems. Yeah. Um, it's, it's over there. As a Clinton voter. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I, all right, just throw that bit in for, as a as a Gemini. As a de- yeah, I uh, you know I am a Gemini, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what I am actually. I think I'm a goat. I'm either a Capricorn or a Sagittarius, and I, I think they're am, both like really far apart. I am a mermaid, Aquarius, uh, Virgo. Virgo's a mermaid. Apparently. I thought it was a pot. Pot's Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius oh. a pot of water. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Could have been like a sea monster or something cool. You're just a, you're just a cup. <laughs> yeah, you're just a, you're just a clay mm. shit of the earth, really. Yeah. Filled with piss. Uh, yeah, you're not doing anything for New Year's. As in your New Year's resolutions was nothing, wasn't um, it? The, the only thing that I've, that I've said that I do plan on sticking to for health reasons and whatever else is um, no, no smoking in 2020. Like, yeah. Full stop. That's fair enough. Just, just e-cig, like nothing. <laughs> but like no, 
yeah, yeah. yeah no cigarettes. I right. So, do you want to commit to that? Yes. Okay. And you want me to enforce that? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I know that I'm sometimes the bad influence, but I've also stopped smoking. Yeah. And um, I just find it funny when responsibility is handed over to me to stop you from doing something that you want to do. <laughs> and I can think of many creative ways. Yeah. To stop no, it. like the thing, like. As long as I've solidified that in my mind as like, mm-hmm. no, this is what I'm going to do. I shouldn't really have much trouble. It's 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 really just, um, it's the only thing I can think is p- potentially when I've been drinking. Yeah. Certain social situations. Yeah. I, was, I mean, when we, we went to a gig and it was like, we're at a gig, we're out, we're drinking, it's all, mm. and this is easy, much better, nice to have a break and go out and smoke and stuff like that. But an e-cig is just as fine. Yeah. It's just, there's that part of your brain that wants to crave back to disposing of all responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And now some of that responsibility is with me and I'm allowed to punch <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> no, well, this is, this is the first time, like I, when I've, when I've thought about, thought about it before, this is the first time I've been outwardly to kind of, to people like I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. I texted and someone. I, th- I think that's a, I think it was, that that's caused like commitment issues to it in the past i texted someone recently and was like yeah i've, um, I've stopped smoking today or something and she was like uh, oh like for good mm. i was like i never thought about it in that yeah definition before where you just you i think when you think about stopping an addiction or stopping something mm. you think about it just in the really short term where if you go like are you actually giving up for life then that's your brain yeah makes those di- makes connections a bit differently and then yeah for a year at least Again, your yeah. brain's kind of got that agreement with itself. It's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It like I, I specified the year because I think that's much more of an attainable goal than I'm just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Like it, it puts a border around it. Um, whereas like, uh, I, I think I, 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 when on Rogan's podcast, when he was talking to Artie Lang, um, Artie, he, he's obviously been a drug addict like mm. for the majority of his of his adult life and yeah. whatever um and he said like the program the programs that he's been on they've all said it's just it's it's really bad for you as an addict to say i'm giving up for good it's it's yeah it's, yeah it's yeah, it, it's better to to say that um i'm i, I am an addict but i'm not i'm i'm I'm, yeah. not, I'm clean i'm not taking pills because then if you do slip back then you mm. see yourself as a failure and yeah. it crushes and it yeah, spirals yeah, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that not gonna comment on your slippers um <laughs> 2020 ones to be fair tartan. um have you never noticed those i've no. had those for like two years never noticed shoes no no i know it's yours i noticed you never wear them properly this one's on properly that one is that one yeah, isn't that one's not <laughs> 2020 step by step <laughs> just literally <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I start, I forgot about another thing that I tried to do two years ago mm. I'm going to start doing again is um, evaluating every day. So writing every evening for like an, a half an hour before you go to sleep. Mm. Just not like kind of like a diary kind of thing, but more just like a journal of just being like, right, what did you do today that was good? Yeah. Where, where did you fail that you could improve? Yeah. Um, comedy writings, trying to figure like ideas I've had that I want to pursue that. So I've got it concrete. That, that kind um, of thing. That's that's one of those things that always crops up in those habits of successful people's kind of kind of lists. Like yeah, well, people, you like the, the ability to self evaluate, like even on a short term basis, where you just do a little bit every day. And you're like, just what managing. did you do today? What do you need to do tomorrow? Yeah, it's just being your own manager. Yeah, and I've said before that um, 
in social situations, I tend to feel like the single dad mm. of a lot of things. <laughs> I've just been like, okay, is everyone here? Okay, cool. Right, we need to be there by this time. Yeah. Okay, how's everyone getting there? How are you getting back? All that yeah. kind of stuff. So I just need, I'm good at doing it with other people. I just need to do it more so with myself. Mm. So just being like, yeah, just every day kind of jot stuff down and, you know, try and make every day an improvement, a step in the right direction. Like I said before, do one thing every day to improve something. Be like, oh, you can jot it down and do that kind of stuff. So I start doing that. Then, yeah, it just feels good. And then today, um, from here, um, I think I said before, there's a comedy night in Birmingham that I want to go check out. You're going straight there from here? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I might go left. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sent them an email and it was uh, a message to see what time they were open. Cause it wasn't that clear on the site. And they were like, Oh, eight 30. If you want a spot, you can just come up. Uh, I've got a spot next week. If you want to come up and perform, it's mm. like, fuck's sake. Now I've got now to I've, say, now yeah. it's yeah. just like, yeah, all that avoidance of being like, it's so difficult to get so hard to find gigs <laughs> to go up and stay. <laughs> I've asked a comedy night if what time they open and they've been like, do you want a spot next week? <laughs> and it's like, it's funny. And I'm going there because it's really good for beginners and getting people yeah. you know, applicable to everyone kind of thing. And I'm just going down to check it out. But Thursdays are a really bad day for me in my standard week. So, cause I'm really busy with work stuff. So it's like, can I get down to Birmingham in time to do stuff? Mm. Can I get there early and have Wi-Fi and do all this kind of shit? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just go and check that. And that seems like quite an interesting thing to do because I can't, as mu- as easy as it is to avoid responsibility and avoid getting into things, if it's just present, it's harder to reject that. Yeah. When it's just been like, hey, yeah, do you want it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to take the weekend and try. I've already got something I want to try, but it's just like, yeah, it just feels good. That's good. Do something. Yeah. Not, it, it, it's all, it's all procrastination is all it is. It's mm. just, as I've started to get, the problem is if I if I activate, I become something. Yeah, <laughs> something murderous, something adre- adrenaline fueled, and it's just like I'm. T- I've been hibernating for a long time. It's going to be strange if I actually let loose the de- the, the gorilla demon side. Yeah, which is the, the the true me side. I think it's just establishing regularity. Like if you're going to yeah. do it next week, when you're there or when you finish, you should decide when you're going to do it next. Yeah. Well, it's just the whole, just do it as often as you can. Mm. So like from there, be like, when can I, yeah, when can I do it next? And, and what's all that kind of, what the plan would be. But yeah, the biggest danger is just if I start to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know, I can't. Yeah, but realistically, when's that ever going to happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my idea of happy, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how fucked up I am. But my idea of happiness is filming, I think... There was a music video. What was that song that I think we hated, but I especially, MSI? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it'd be great to do a music video of, to this, of me just killing everyone who's enjoying this song. <laughs> but then it was like, will it attract the song or something like that? That's where my yeah. joy lies, just mm. in, in murderous rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trying to do stuff. So I think that'd be fun. And yeah, I think the key part of that is just keeping on top of organisation, mm. kind of doing that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Um, on to some news stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how funny you'll find this, but unlucky drivers in Washington state saw in the new year trapped under an avalanche of tumbleweeds. <laughs> so New Year's Eve, they were just like driving around Washington state yeah. and just 15 foot tall tumbleweeds attacked them <laughs> and trapped them and they couldn't get out. <laughs> <laughs> 
How are you trapped? I thought tumbleweeds were just like like they lights. blow away in the wind into cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they just got stuck, in, trapped in fifteen foot tall. I guess if they latch onto you and you're wedged, you can't really open the door because they're while they may be light, they may be uh, quite elastic. Mm. You might not be able to break your way free. Yeah, but tumbleweeds are just synonymous with awkwardness and silence and boredom. <laughs> And just to start off 2020, just trapped buried <laughs> under them, yeah, buried in awkwardness. <laughs> oh, 2020, yeah, that just made me laugh. Um, in other news, uh, there's you'll love this. Uh, the majority of people who have visited the world's first poetry pharmacy have been looking for help to mitigate the stresses and strains of modern life. <laughs> poetry pharmacy, yeah, they've got an ambulance. They got a poetry ambulance. They bring you poems. <laughs> <laughs> they prescribe you poetry. Oh, for goodness sake. My leg! My leg! <laughs> oh, he needs a sonnet stacked. Yeah. I've, <laughs> Shit. I, I, I've, I've been involved in like poetry organisations in the past. And, yeah. for, and for spoken word stuff, like I'm quite a fan. I quite like it. But that's <laughs> fucking stupid. And it's pedi- it can be beneficial. Like poetry, art, creative outlets. Yeah. You can hear a musical lyric and that could change your life. But it's not like if you're bleeding <laughs> or if you're depressed or if you've got a mental illness, yes, you should seek out outlets to try and express yourself. But I don't know whether if if I was looking for help and someone read me a poem <laughs> and just <laughs> murderous rage. Just yeah, just no, you should do something else. The fact that they've got an ambulance. Yeah. Is the thing that gets yeah. me. I'm just <laughs> quick <laughs> to, to the poetry mobile. <laughs> Big yeah. giant William Shakespeare walking through <laughs> New York City. <laughs> I thought of the um, thing that couldn't harm us most. <laughs> Billy Shakespeare. <laughs> Fucking poem. Roses are red, violets are blue, 50 cc's of adrenaline might help, help you. you. <laughs> 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 different version Stat. of crank <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah based in shropshire in the town of bishop's castle it is the brainchild of poet deborah alma who prescribes poems not pills to her patients miss mm. mm. alma who's a poet herself did they ask for the pills and she just shows up <laughs> in the poetry moment. but this is the Mobile. like i i get i get how helpful <laughs> art can be to help you um, process a lot of stuff yeah like i'm music is the big thing for me i can find songs that can really help me understand what i'm feeling and express how i'm yeah. feeling but this woman she sits down and does it like a gp's diagnosis oh, with somebody asks sake. them some questions and then prescribe prescribes them a, a poem yeah. oh. Like, oh what you might be thinking is this <laughs> here she comes poem 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I go, I go, I go. The helicopter. I go, I go, I go. Just, I, I, it, it can help. It can help. I'm not shooting it down, but it's just, if it, it feels so arrogant. Yeah. My poetry saves mm. lives. No, it might, but just, can you not? Don't be an emergency service it's poem. Just, it's someone with a fucking liberal arts degree trying to f- seem useful. Yeah. She said, I think there's a skill in what I do, getting the right poem to the right person after getting to know them a bit and talking to them. Yeah, it can help, but it's just, I don't know. 
Maybe we're just being too critical of something that's trying to be a positive May- influence. Well, it's, it's, it's. Let's say, actually, I don't even think I agree with this, but let's say yeah. it's it's no less useful than a photographer. But even a photographer is not going to save your life. Yeah, like it's it can be helpful, but like it's not. I I just don't. If there was a a photography ambulance, as <laughs> you just be like, fuck off, mate. Yeah. Just get a car. Yeah. You're not <laughs> helping the epileptic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might help the dementia, right? You might help people re- get yeah. their memories back. Yeah. But don't dress yourself up as a savior of souls. No. No. Just be like, I just, I like to help but people. Maybe, may- maybe what's it? What's maybe happening? we got the tone wrong. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's, a, it's a gimmick, and she's not trying to like save the world. Maybe she's not taking herself that seriously. I don't know. Bought an ambulance though. <laughs> yeah, but you would, right? You, like if you, a, had a, not, if you had a if you had a skill, that, and you, if you if you had uh, had had a skill or something, hate that, ambulance. That, yeah, <laughs> that was in no way useful to anybody, and you're like. I, I, and and you classed yourself as a medical professional for comedy reasons. You would buy an ambulance, maybe. Yeah, I'm completely open to. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Why we, would you buy an ambulance? We hate this, yeah. but uh, maybe we're jaded. Who knows? Mm. Um, quick one here. Uh, Sharon Stone was blocked from a dating app because people didn't think she was Sharon Stone. <laughs> Which is kind of understandable. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Tom Cruise went on Tinder, yeah. Tinder might be like, well, this is a fake profile. Yeah. But, uh, or I don't know how to buy, I sent you a picture of myself <laughs> and you still don't believe me. I am valid. Yeah. I'm, I am me. Yeah. Let me in. <laughs> it was Bumble. And then she like oh, tweeted right. being, I don't know what it is. I but, thought Bumble was if you're gay. I've no isn't, idea. Isn't, isn't Bumble a gay service or am I wrong? Oh, no. No, wait. Oh no, I can't remember. I've no it's Bumble. Idea. There was there, there's one. Some form of oh no, that's it's Grinder over here, isn't it? But I Grindr's think the Bumble's the one where women approach you, and it's to stop men being aggressive or something like that. So like, <laughs> you can have a pro. You can men can have a profile on there, but only women can make m- women have to make the first move. I think oh. something like that. I think that's Bumble. It feels strange form of dating. It's. I mean, it's probably existed throughout. Like men were always meant to approach a woman in well, a bar in, a, in the yeah, 50s or whatever. Like in a in a way, I think it. Bumble. It, it's it's designed to. <laughs> it's designed to make make women feel safer. I suppose I don't know why you need to feel safer on your phone. Um, really, it's just giving them fault. Being like, if the relationship goes bad, you're fault. You. you found me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess to a lot of people, maybe it exercises a kink if women like being more dominant in a relationship. Of like hunting someone. Yeah. Like they, maybe. well, like, yeah. Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, she was, she was, uh, deleted and then, uh, they brought her back and Sharon Stone's kind of like that, right? Is, well, I've never seen basic instinct, but isn't she some kind of murderer? Uh, I don't know. She's being interrogated. You know, I've never for seen. Something. Yeah, I've never seen that film. I just yeah. know all the tropes from it. Yeah, the tropes. The one trope. <laughs> yeah, that just got parodied. <laughs> yeah, uh, forever. Okay, um, on to some uh, audience participation. Um, on April eleventh, twenty nineteen, an Israeli-based company called Space IL attempted to land a small robotic lander named Beersheet on the moon. <laughs> As the lander descended towards the moon's surface, the engine stopped firing 
and without the engine to slow its descent, it just smashed into the moon. <laughs> okay. But when it crashed, it may have distributed microscopic creatures from Earth called tardigrades. Oh, water bears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Across the lunar surface. Tardigrades, sometimes referred to as water bears, are widely known for their ability to withstand extreme conditions. They're, ridi- they're ridiculous. They are unreal. <laughs> Including the moon. Yeah. They can they can live in lava. Like, they just... They're... <laughs> They're ridiculous. Well, I, I believe you could live in lava more than you could live on the moon. Do you know what I mean? Well, a, there's still extremes. There's not, there's not much in it, mm. but there's like there's more bad on the moon, right? <laughs> there's just less air. Like you would just yeah. There's no no air, air you, no atmosphere. So very yeah. very cold. Fall apart. And, yeah, yeah. Like the cold, Wait, I can understand. Yeah, but if I think you, when they put the flag in, it, it got frostbite or something. Yeah, but I thought. Isn't there always that thing where, like, if you actually, if you don't oh, have yeah. the sun visor on your helmet, like, it can just burn your retinas? Yeah. Probably bright. <laughs> I think it depends. Yeah. Well, what, yeah, it probably depends on if the, if the, when the moon, sun's on the moon, it's probably hotter. And then mm. the dark side, it's like frozen. Yeah. Moon. And I think you have to, I might be wrong. I think you have to land on the dark side. Because yeah. otherwise you'll just perish. Otherwise the water bears yeah. will get uh, upset. yeah they uh can live in extremely high and low pressures high radiation air deprivation and they can withstand starvation which doesn't make sense to me well i guess they'd just hibernate like can you withstand starving to death (laughs) like you can withstand not eating for a long time Mm. but isn't starvation like a does i guess it's a disease well it's is i i thought it was a thing with water bears where they They've they've been found like in ice yeah. and preserved for th- like thousands and millions of years, and then they come, you, you thaw it out, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they go into like a stasis, I guess. Yeah. So they're on the moon. It's a ve- well, it's a very simplistic organism. Like it doesn't require a lot to, to 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 keep it going. It's only a couple of cells. Yeah, so I can understand why it wouldn't need to eat very regularly. I heard a, a crocodile and it needs to eat once a year. Yeah, yeah, that surprised me. Yeah, it's like fair enough. Yeah, but then <laughs> but they I can, guess a water bear. reptiles they can just be incredibly dormant. Just, yeah, uh, they can just don't want to get hungry. So yeah, yeah, they don't make any noise. <laughs> they don't get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the new apps, <laughs> something to occupy my brain. Yeah, I'm going to wake up at eight a.m. Stupid reptiles. Uh, <laughs> Another news. Oh, short news. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture listed Wakanda as a free trade partner, <laughs> despite it despite it being a fictional country. Yeah, I saw that. They've <laughs> since taken it off. Yeah, after Poor people Wakanda. pointed it out. Yeah, like, you know it's you know it's not real. I see. Well, like I I I didn't know if they'd done it by mistake. I assumed they'd done it, it as a joke. A, yeah, it could just be a joke. There's 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 going to be some kind of hero. Yeah, within the government that's going to be like and mm. Wakanda. Yeah. I just I just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, they said they uh would trade ducks, donkeys and dairy cows. All the Ds. No technology. Seems like you'd trade technology with Wakanda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just trade stuff that before you got. I can't remember. Yeah. Super ore. Mm. Whatever it was. Yeah. And <laughs> in other news, I f- this one um I found a little bit misleading. Um so or whenever I get sent I always like to look into it. But the article was headed, Father Fined for Yelling at Bullies Who Were Throwing Rocks at His Son. Oh. So kids were throwing rocks at his, his yeah. kid. He 
in, according to this, yelled at them. And he got fined. He got fined. Uh, if, now, that, if that's all there is to it, then that's stupid. But I imagine well, there's more. It's, it is stupid, but I can kind of understand it as well. How do you, you stop? Sh- you take your kid away. Okay. Like, there's a difference between you yelling at someone and me yelling at someone. Hmm. Like, my, I'll just untap rage or whatever. And it was just like, it, I, that can be somewhat intimidating to a very small... I don't know how old the kid was, but say he was six. Mm. Imagine me screaming in the face of a six-year-old. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> no, you shouldn't do that. You should know that children are children. And yes, you should defuse a situation. Yeah. And yes, you should walk away. I've scared my fair share of kids. Yeah, same. Like, um, but like, yeah. no, again, not on purpose, but it's because most of the time, like, I'm just really placid. Like, this, <laughs> I, I, so it's the, it's, it's the, the, not dichotomy. It's the contrast, I guess. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. my, so for example, my my nephew would, I, I never yelled at my nephew at all for for anything. And it, there was at some point where uh, he was like four, mm. maybe five. Um, and he, I think he had a ball or something and he was throwing it at the TV. Like, and like I asked him to stop and he kept doing it. And then I yelled to stop and he immediately just burst into tears just because of like that contrast where this guy that he'd always, had always been chill and he'd never known to to yell, raise his voice or anything like that had suddenly like changed. Mm. Like, so I I think, yeah, I, 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 I can understand why well, it's it might not like be it's not the ideal reaction no like no. it's understandable didn't do it again <laughs> it's understandable to yell at kids yeah to yell at but if you do it too much they stop yeah. caring yeah but it's also it's just it's very intimidating for the child mm. for an adult yeah. person to yeah. scream at them uh but they ref- they li- there is more to it i mean yeah, uh, in April earlier this year, the father's boy was at a skateboard park out in Stockholm, near Stockholm. Mm. Uh, the boy was being abused by the gang and he called his father over. Abused, I think, is rocks being thrown. Mm. Uh, the boy's father began scolding the gang, grabbing one of the bullies and pinning him against the ramp. Oh, okay, no. So it's like, yeah, you can't grab yeah. a kid no, and you can't hold that. him against a wall. No. <laughs> like, obviously he should be fined for that. There's yeah. kind of no question in my mind. No. I yeah. would argue that you could be fined for yelling at the kid, but if you're grabbing him and holding him up against a wall and then screaming well, at look, him, if, um, could be the right thing. Could be the right thing to do in that situation. Yeah. But it's still not I legal. Would, I would advocate yelling at the kids if you're in a situation where, like, you're, you can see that what's happening. So, like, your kid's... Like over there, they're over there, and you can see that they're throwing rocks. Like you don't have time to get to your kid before he's been hit by more rocks. Mm. I can, I can, I would happily advocate for yelling at the kids to ward them off while you go and get your kid. Like that, I no question, I would be fine with mm. that. But yeah, no, you can't put your hands on other people's kids, no. man. I mean, I'd still like be... not unless you're physically taking them off your kid. Like then I. I wouldn't, and I still don't but, pin them against a wall. <laughs> but even then, you may want to do it, and it could be beneficial to society that this person has been um, put in their place, mm. so to speak. But you have to accept that you're going to suffer punishment yeah. for it. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's the same. At the same time, I don't have a kid. I cannot speak for what I would do in that situation. I'd just kill them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know I mean? so, yeah, like, I you know no that you, you, you know it's wrong. Yeah. And you like, you can't do that. But if you're in that situation, like, yeah, no, that's my kid. I don't yeah. care about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you just go, it's just, yes, it may be 
punishing and it may be illegal and you mm. have to accept that it's wrong but you have to also accept that maybe it's right that you're doing it. i mean I, this is the argument i get into a lot of the time with stuff with uh i think crowder did one recently of a change my mind that um it, uh, affirmative action is racist okay. he was doing that as a thing mm. and you go yeah it's racist but it's a good thing back in the day maybe it's not recommended now yeah 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 yeah. when there was loads of racism and there was lots of segregation it may have been good for society to forcibly integrate different races to get on with each other and work with yeah when it was the sacrifice yeah of um of some of the better people getting the job i can Mm. understand that argument yeah so yeah it is racist because it because of what it is but maybe it was good for the time maybe Mm. it's not as much needed now i mean there's still racism but maybe it's not maybe that's not the right thing to do anymore mm. but at the time you go i can understand why you would want to yeah. forcibly integrate people so it's like yes it is wrong but it might have been the right thing to do it may have been yeah maybe illegal but or it's, it's the same as it's the same as a bunch of laws that haven't changed like yeah. i don't know how i don't re- i don't really know how it is over here but you're constantly hearing of stuff in the states about like divorce laws being like heavily in favor of the mother because yeah. the mother didn't used to work and she used to she, she used to be in charge of the house so like without with without the primary um kind of breadwinner she didn't really have any way to to make money because her living was taking care of the kids taking care of the house uh Mm. like cooking cleaning darning socks like all of these skill sets that mothers don't necessarily need anymore because they work well that's 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 the one that you hear about i've never heard it before it's like yeah those socks like making the, the mother used to make clothes for their kids yeah like so it it, it, it makes it sense because you're taking away yeah. their the, the only way that they had to make money but to not update those laws in the modern day is stupid because women work and they can work and have been able to work for a long time well there was a thing wasn't that wasn't that one of the um campaigns by from um, the from feminist groups to try and Sort and they, while they were looking for equality in that, they were trying to make sure that women didn't lose their children in a, in a divorce. Mm. And maybe traditionally they were losing their children more or something. I think yeah, something maybe. Like that. I think and you go like, yeah. I think that most laws should probably be reevaluated. Yeah, every yeah. now and then. But yeah. then I guess you can argue, well, what's the point of having a law if it's going to change in a couple of years? But it's going in the right. Everything direction. has to evolve, though. It's the same yeah. same way as you have like your beliefs need to evolve. Yeah. People that's people's primary issue with religion. It's like, well, you've got a set of rules and ideals like around science and when something's proven wrong, we don't we don't stick to it anymore. We do we do whatever the new thing is, but like your idea of of, of religion like is inflexible. Yeah. In a sense. Um and that yeah, that's the big critique everything. of that and it should be the, it should be the same with laws. As soon as something is proven ineffective, um whether it's morally or physically or whatever, then it needs to be changed. I think everyone just but, they get the once they figure once they once they think something anything challenged to it, it gets mm. which is kind of human nature you can't yeah. question everything did you see the thing about Greta Thunberg this week no um how old is she I can't remember she's like 16, 16 I think something like that and a comedian on the last leg um I forget her name said something along the lines of I feel bad that she's out there working she should be doing what all teenagers do getting drunk and getting fingered you know, okay. a joke like something yeah. like that and people like <gasps> how dare you <laughs> it's like yeah but, but is everyone's that... really angry it's like are you denying this girl her sexuality are you denying her well, social uh, but that people like see her as a saint 
Yeah. I've got no opinion of her. You put her on a put her but, on a pedestal. Yeah. And it's like, eh, she's still a person. Sixteen year old like, girl. There's nothing wrong with being sexually active no. or, or looking for love or looking for fun or whatever yeah. you're doing. But people go, No But the stupid thing is, is that that's just that's just a gauche way of saying what loads of people have been saying anyway. That like it's yeah. that, that it's a bit weird that she's almost sort of been den- denied a childhood. Whether she's done yeah, that yeah. to herself or yeah, not, yeah. like not denying her or autonomy. Um, but people just well, my point with that was people just as soon as they get the, the framework of a box to put their idea in mm. they're very difficult to get out whether it's Greta Thunberg's a saint or she's a you know she's above all of us or whatever mm. it is or whether it's this is a crime and you'll never be forgiven or it's this and it's that people just eventually find themselves in a box and they go I've I'm tired Mm. I live in, I live in this box now, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. uh, and as equal, you get older, it's much more difficult to change your your, to, to, your 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 beliefs and stuff are much less malleable. It becomes more of a challenge. Yeah, I think it's unhealthy. I think it's healthy to challenge your ideas and beliefs. Hundred percent. It's difficult. But it's not practical. No. You know what I like mean? once you, you have kids, you can't you can't well. challenge everything that you believe on a constant basis. Like you wouldn't get mm. anything done. Well, you, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it should be the same as... It's, Even if you were constantly thinking about something. In an ideal world, it should be the same as science. You go with this until it's proven that it doesn't work, and then you go with that. Yeah. Like, like we've just got people into hybrid cars. Now you want us to get them into electric cars? Well, that's just it. Like, the, the, like, the electric well, cars, it's, it's... Again, that's a thing as well. There's a bunch of people being like, well, it, yeah, but like lithium mines all these all these kids having to work in lithium mines to make all these thousands and millions of batteries that we'll need to make it's like yeah i understand but it's a step yeah like it's you can't just be like well we'll stick with fossil fuels forever because this thing has this bad thing attached to it it's like not everything is a hundred percent morally correct yeah with with fossil fuels we used to send kids to mine coal like we did we haven't done well i don't know about in like outside of the western well, world iphones but. used to send people to suicide factories yeah it's like it's not it's never been something that's never been done well, they like, still no, do, they, yeah happening. they still do but it's like you're not going to give up your phone are you so yeah. like we need to work together to find a way around that but yeah. it doesn't you can't you can't just eliminate steps because they've got bad things attached to them like no well, it's just the same thing people just in their head like, yeah, once they get in that box i think it's very difficult to get someone out it's it's very difficult to pull somebody out of that box or to get them to talk about something outside the box. They have to venture out into the darkness. Mm. Anyway, that guy that yelled at that kid, <laughs> um, yeah. he was being oh he threatened to knock the bully's teeth out. Ugh. So okay. yeah, he kind of should be done. Um, he's been he was being charged with abusing a minor. I mean, maybe it's not out of the question. Grabbing him, holding him against a wall, screaming at him, telling him he's going to smash his teeth in. Mm. Illegal threats. Which implies there's legal threats. And fraud. No idea. Fraud? <laughs> He's not yeah. really going to knock his teeth out. <laughs> He's a fraud. He wasn't. He was there, but he wasn't there. He said he was a different name. Fraud. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, the, abu- the charges for abusing a minor and illegal threats were dropped. But um, the fraud. It implies that the fraud was kept up. <laughs> what's, what's fraudulent? You're not really his dad. Yeah, maybe the only thing I can think of is maybe like d- during the arresting process. Oh, oh I'm Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Can't arrest me. Yeah, he's got to pay two grand. That guy's a phony. <laughs> <laughs> you big fat phony. And lastly, from from the audience this week, during the Falklands War, the British Navy killed three whales thinking they were submarines. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Two of them at once. They, because they had sonar, and sonar doesn't like pick up. So that's it just a picks up massive. Th- oh yeah. man! So it just <laughs> blew up whales. Oh, fire! <laughs> oh no! That pretty, submarine's pretty bleeding. But that, so I understand that one, right? It was an event where they picked up two masses. They fired <laughs> upon a submarine. Them. And look, a little baby submarine. <laughs> They've got some crazy technology. Argentina. <laughs> They're breeding. There's a whole pod of submarines. Singing a song. <laughs> Hunting a seal. Screaming. <laughs> so yeah, I can say that one. They just say, look, the technology of the time. Mm. We thought it was a submarine. You do, well, we you're it. blind, essentially, apart from sonar, aren't you? Like, yeah. So, but they, they hit them. They blew them up. <laughs> Good. And Good. the third one was from a helicopter, which I don't understand. <laughs> Quick, that submarine's blowing out air. A big shadow, a bit. Well, lying on top. So when was this? Uh, The Falklands War, which I forget. I think it was like seventies. So you'd have a you'd have an idea of a whale, I guess. But by nineteen eighty two, you must have understood the idea of a whale. But yeah, and again, but we're from a perspective of of having now a few decades of really detailed nature documentaries, where we all know what a whale is and the size (laughs) and the silhouette and everything like that. Yeah, there's not many whales in the British Isles. Yeah, like they don't come up the Thames that often. (laughs) They do every now and then. Now and then, but it's only recently. Yeah, but yeah, um, I mean, how does a helicopter blow up a Guess they had missiles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It says they blew. Uh, two were sea, killed by torpedoes. Air to sea missiles. I guess the third was attacked by one of the ship's helicopters. Um, I've seen rockets on a helicopter. Yeah, in the eighties, maybe. Yeah, you just. I suppose you, you just see a, a big silhouette, bullets? and they are huge. Could have been dark. Like I they're like twenty meters. They're like the the length of a swimming pool. Yeah. It makes. I guess it makes some sense. Well, the reason these are these are oh. Uh, Sorry, I forgot. Uh, the submarine and the helicopter mm. uh, that killed these uh, whales uh, were part of the HMS Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> HMS Brilliant, we just blew up a whale. <laughs> HMS Brilliant. Um, that's not that's not cool, man. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All these whales telling horror stories of the brilliant that came. <laughs> Destroyed my whole family. Uh, um, yeah, they released a, a diary of the logs of what happened on that like ship. Like Anne Frank. Oh, the, 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 not the, the whales. <laughs> <laughs> <Kaboom>. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, the crew members like wrote like kind of band of brothers kind of stuff yeah. to, like, to commemorate what would happen on it. One crew member wrote of a small sonar contact that prompted the launch of two torpedoes, each of which hit a whale. Baby's first words. <laughs> he noted dryly, whale oil sighted by seeking, which was the helicopter. I think I'll join Greenpeace. Oh. So I think as he blew up these whales, he was like, oh, oh. maybe I need to karmically it would suck. <laughs> yeah. fix this. <laughs> yeah, pretty rough. It'd be hard to kill a whale. It'd, be, it'd feel bad to... I think if you were intentionally doing it, you'd be mentally prepared, but accidentally doing it mm. is like, oh no, <laughs> we thought we were killing people, <laughs> <laughs> not whale. Yeah, 
So, yeah, fair enough. The, vid- the article did um, give a link to a video of a whale being detonated oh, with dynamite. Oh, like the dead before. whales. Yeah, like on the beach. Yeah, they, they have to, because otherwise they explode anyway, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how true that is. I know it's been said as true. Well, they're, they're, like, explode is probably different to dynamite. Yeah, not, not I guess not violently. Just like well, air pockets. Is, is there any... Is there any explosion that isn't violent? All explosions are violent in some way, aren't they? Lemonade. Yeah. Is lemonade <laughs> violent? I, maybe. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> <be>. <laughs> Depends. Um, yeah, like, there have been multiple times where, uh, like, instances of, of whales being carried through streets on the back of trucks, like, <laughs> like b- being taken away from the beach or whatever, yeah. and the gases get to the point where they detonate and it just coats all the buildings in blubber <laughs> and all of this shit. They're trying to like cover up a terrorist attack. No, no, it was a whale. Yeah, the dead whale uh, walking <laughs> through the street that exploded. Not some guy. It's fine. Yeah, I read that. Speaking of violent lemonade, when I was in school, <laughs> I got told to put salt in a fizzy drink, and that removes the fizz, which it does. Does it? But it also <laughs> <laughs> makes it taste like salt. Yeah. So I thought I was like, being one, fizzy drinks are meant to be fizzy. Yeah. Like it's part of the enjoyment. I didn't know if that. If you have a flat drink, it doesn't feel very good. So that, does that mean you that it's impossible to carbonate seawater? I don't. You have hot springs, didn't you? The springs have salt in it. Yeah, but they're not fizzy. They're just hot. They're bubbling. <laughs> it's air it's, or some kind What's of gas. What's in fizzy then? Um, CO, CO2 part of air in it but it's uh i don't i don't actually know exactly how it works but it's sort of injected i guess i'm starting to come around to sparkling water oh you don't you don't like it i never did i never liked it as a kid um i quite like it as as an adult when i when i was uh, um gin it's, it's good if you if you if you uh so like i i've used it when i'm trying to like cut calories and i fancy a beer fizzy water like actually kind of replaces that urge yeah it's definitely got the i do the same with fizzy drinks mm. instead of a fizzy drink i have a fizzy drink yeah um, <laughs> uh, but it's got the same cold chemically fizzy drink feel to it yeah without loads of sugar in it but yeah never really trusted it i've known people who only drink it and i think I, the problem is i drink so much mm. like i've gotten back to i'm getting back into the habit of just drinking water again it's kind of easing my, myself back into it and I've got these like liter bottles um, that I just fill up with water. Yeah, and that's one drink for me. So I have to get multiple liter bottles of stuff. That's a lot of water. Yeah, but I just drink a lot. Uh, part of it is diabetes, I think, and part mm. of it is just habit of always kind of drank. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, with fizzy drink you can't drink as much. With fizzy water, I can't drink. It's as much. the opposite. I barely drink anything, like to the yeah, point where Vix often that. worries. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's, my mum barely drinks at all, maybe like a glass of water a day. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Before I go to bed, I drink two litres of water. I wonder if it is, is it the way, is it the way that you're made up is it, or is it purely based on habit? When I was a uh, bodybuilding uh, at uni, I was, I read that you should drink as much water as you should always drink water. Mm. So I think I crossed a mental barrier when it came to how much you can drink. Cause I would, it was, I'd almost see it as a challenge and be like, right, I need to drink 10 litres of water today. Yeah. So I would do it, and now it's the somewhat ingrained in habit. But the the disingenuous thing about that, oh, you need to drink two or three liters of water mm. a day thing, is that they, they, all of those uh, anyone saying that never accounts for the water that's actually in your food, which is a hell of a lot of water. 
Well, the thing I read, Andy McNabb, uh, when I was in primary school, uh, what they do in the jungle uh, is uh, your urine just needs to be clear all the time. Mm, yeah. It's the, it's the gauge yeah. to go by. Yeah. So, yeah. And my, um, again, yeah, like not to divulge too much right. information, but like mine genuinely is, or g- g- generally, so not genuinely. Um, <laughs> and And that's from like two, three cups of coffee a day. Mm. And and maybe a, like a pint of juice in the evening. It's crazy. Yeah, mm. I just drink insane, <laughs> but I don't eat very much. I just drink. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it goes. Anyway, that's mm. me and the audience. Yeah. Week. Nice. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go into it. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Hmm. First one of 2020. Um, <laughs> according to Shelley Saltman, Evil oh, yeah. Knievel was a pill-popping drunk, an anti-Semite, and an all-round immoral piece of shit. Uh, to prove that he wasn't, Knievel attempted to beat Shelley to death with a bat. Oh. <laughs> Good proving there. Yeah, that's science. Yeah. Let's prove this theory. I, th- I think there's more to it. So, like... Mm. Um, Shelley wrote like a he, he wrote a book about evil Knievel and saying all this shit. Okay. Um, uh, but this was only after Knievel attempted some jump on a rocket powered bike and failed. Um, nice. And Shelley was an investor in this, so oh, okay. Knievel failed, and then Shelley wrote this book. So like Knievel was just really pissed off and tried to beat him to death with a bat. <laughs> um, so I don't actually know if. I don't actually know if he's if he's right if he if Kenny well, was just pill like, popping. You go like yeah, he's a fucking dead. He's gonna be he's in constant he's, pain his entire life. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna pop some pills. He's gonna drink because yeah. like I understand that. So when he gets like his political views, you're like that seems like a weird anti semite. But again, yeah. it was the it was the it was the seventies at this point. So it's like it's not it's definitely not a good thing. But it was definitely more widespread. I think yeah. in the same way that racism was. Must be. I'm still fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone tried to give me an explanation for that, which was um, the paranoid. It's the same thing as the uh, stonecutters. Not the stonecutters. The Illuminati. Yeah. The Are they called the stonecutters in real life? Or is that just the Simpsons? Oh, the Masons. Ma- stone Masons. Stone Masons. Yeah, it's that same theory of like they're controlling and manipulating the world. That's yeah. the same view apparently anti-Semites have of Jewish people right. is that they're manipulating the world. You go like, you're just a moron then. Yeah. Like yeah. with racism and stuff, you're definitely an idiot, but you're like a, a violent idiot. Like that's kind of it's, feels it, more It's always aggressive. people who've drawn these weird conclusions have been like, and who's at the head of this organization? A wealthy Jewish guy. And who's at the head of this yeah. one? A wealthy Jewish guy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, but who's at the head of this one? A wealthy non-Jewish woman. Like it, yeah. it doesn't it it doesn't really draw any conclusion. All you're really saying is Jewish people tend to be good with money. Which I even that, I'm just like, well there's all of this yeah. community in Salford and this big community of Jewish people in London who might be good with money, but on the whole are just normal middle class people. Yeah. But I mean, just what, I mean, what, what, how do you react to that? I Why does it matter? That's, that's the thing. That's the thing where it just goes like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. Like you're just thick. And yeah. you're just, oh, well, you know, it's like the same thing. Like, oh, Donald Trump's got the launch codes and it's going to be nuclear war. Well, so okay. Far, well, been, who cares? Been nearly four years now. Who Still cares? waiting on that launch. <laughs> who cares? And so what? Like, are you going to stop it? Yeah. Or are you just going to? But they, it's that distraction, I think, to 
trying to alleviate yeah. responsibility as well of being like, well, the world's going to end, so I don't yeah. have to brush my teeth. Oh. Well, uh, so, uh, the point I was going with that one fits into that as well, actually, in that people being outraged and the people demonizing you, I think it is so small. It's absolutely crazy. Like anytime I read anything with outrage from now on 2020, <laughs> I'm going to try and figure out just how many people are outraged. Oh yeah. Just see how many tweets exactly well, that's people the, are furious but about. That's, that's the other thing. It's Could like be one person. Twitter is seen as this, like as a, as, as like a representative of how so many people feel Yeah. when it's like, it's, it's only got a couple of million active users worldwide. Yeah. And just some people might be taking the piss. Yeah. And you can justify saying people are outraged if three people tweeted about it mm. and it doesn't fit the narrative. You just go like, mm. and how many people agree with this just because they've read it? Yeah. Yeah. Or they haven't read. I mean, that thing about the Norwegian dad yelling at kids, mm. there was two tweets in the article yeah. about people saying how despicable it was. Yeah. You go, and they say, maybe they just read Twitter's the gone wild about it. Yeah. It's like, well, have they? Or have yeah, these two guys gone mad about maybe it? Maybe those two people read the full article mm. and are angry for some reason. Maybe they just read the headline and yeah. were angry about it for some reason. Mm. Maybe they just needed to tweet something, so they tweeted that. Yeah. And it's like, just those two people. It's like, oh my God, the whole world is... Yeah. On fire. When in fact only Australia's on fire. That was yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it still is on still fire. Still is on fire. I saw a video today. Jesus Christ. It's like if you think the American California Oregon wildfires were bad. Yeah. Where they've got the This is bad. That's the thing. Like America's got the rest of the country. At worst, yeah. they can it's a big operation, but you can evacuate a state. No, but you've, you've got, got all of this land. There was video oh. footage in America of them driving through the fires and mm. it was like this is a hellscape. And yeah. it's like yeah, if you look at the Australian videos, that is a hellscape. Yeah. That's like the whole world is red. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. There was a woman evacuating out. her kids from Sydney on a boat. Where are you going, love? <laughs> like the whole country's just on fire. It's like, well, I guess we'll just stay in the ocean. Go to Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> chill out Might get to New Zealand, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah Australia's no, Australia is just in a bad way at the minute. It is strange how little it's like covered. The, the prime the prime minister of Australia went to visit a town and got booed out of the town. <laughs> I read that. I, I assumed it was because he went on holiday. Yeah, well, and then he's, came back. And yeah, was like, his approval rating's pretty low at the minute. <laughs> Burning down with the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, but it is crazy how that's not really a thing. But then well, I guess America was the same, right? America was on, was on yeah. fire regularly. You hear well, like they've got the, they've got the military involved now. They've got this and Maybe. and all of this stuff. I guess trying to evacuate people. But what they've said is really the only thing that can fix it is prolonged heavy rain. And like, so yeah. what do you do? You just pray. <laughs> I read that the fires have been going on for so long. They've generated their own biome. <laughs> As in the smoke is generating its own Jesus weather. Jesus It's Christ. like ash. Yeah, you know, I imagine bad rain. Yeah, it's prolonging it. It's just like, oh my god, Christ. Yeah, but it's weird how like I, I'm assuming the world is intervening, but I don't have any proof well, that they are. Yeah, you. It feels like just so. Australia is dealing with this. Yeah, but again, it's like, what do you do? Like Fly planes, put water on it. Yeah, but I was like, well, if you Throw soak salt on it. If you soak the 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 only thing I was like, well, why isn't there a thing where like you've got huge industrial pumps that can just blow seawater into the mm. sky and just just cause? It? But then I was like, well, then you're technically salting the earth, like nothing will grow. Well, yeah, but ever again. So <laughs> burning the earth, right? No, because stuff bad. once it's gone out, things will grow again. Like there's large swathes like of foam. 
throw some foam on it. Make it a nice foamy country. <laughs> Just <laughs> turns it into one big giant bouncy castle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it feels like the world could intervene, right? You could send over the UN army mm. or whatever. Yeah, it did feel strange that it's only Australia. I I don't know this for sure. It's just I've only seen it a little bit, and it's always been how Australia is dealing with it. Yeah, it feels like this is a giant natural disaster mm. that could be helped by everybody in the world. Yeah, and just we're just like, eh, you're on fire. Yeah, yeah. In a situation where they where where like the world was a population of ants, ants would just throw themselves on the fire until it was out. But people are a bit more complicated <laughs> than that. <laughs> We're a bit more self-serving. Yeah. <laughs> we're not well, willing to... Right, if, I mean, if they were on their way to a one-year-old's birthday party, like, yeah, fuck it, jump on the fire. <laughs> no, but you can... Yeah, it just feels like more people could help, and it feels yeah. like they're not. Everyone bring a watering can. <laughs> yeah, or just a fire extinguisher. Everyone bring their fire extinguishers around. Yeah. Help out. Bring more fire departments. It's a big fire. I don't think a, a, one country has enough firemen it's a, it's, for 24-7. It's a fire that's covering the, like, pretty much the entire coast of a massive country now. It's like, what yeah, are you... So the world could get involved. Mm. They don't feel right. It's a, it feels I, like it should be, right? Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be well up for every country like putting money towards sorting that out because you can't... Yeah. Sending boats over yeah. and just soaking like, it from... If, the... Let's say you're from a cold, hard, conservative standpoint of like, this is going to cost us money. It's like, well, it's going to cost you a trade partner. An entire trade partner. <laughs> because, yeah. Like, if you want to yeah. look at it from like, what's this going to do for me? It's like, well, it's going to mean they'll keep trading with you. Because they won't be, be dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere, it was a dramatic thing, and I was shocked at first and I remembered what it actually said. It said, uh, half a billion animals and plants have already died in the Australian fires. And you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then you think, mm. plants? <laughs> half. Yeah, I'm sure half a billion plants have died in a fire. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> if half a billion animals died, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. But half a billion plants and animals... But then like, even yeah, more sure. an- pl- animals will die, even if they don't burn, because they rely on the plants. Yeah. So I guess it it it, it, it does matter. Oh, yeah. It's just... But- you don't have empathy for a plant. Yeah, who cares about the plant statistics? Yeah. <laughs> Biologists, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure, go for it. But don't tell me how many plants died in the Holocaust. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's really wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so Evil Knievel was a twat. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> he tried to right his wrong by beating someone up. Yeah. With a bat? Was it a bat? Uh, uh, an aluminium baseball bat. Oh. Yeah. Which yeah. I never understood. Uh, um, get a wood one. <laughs> I, a wood one's more satisfying, but aluminium ones for some reason are more widely available. I Do wanted a wooden one, but they only had an aluminium one. I had an aluminium one when I was sad when I was a kid. <laughs> it's in America as well. We used to play baseball. When I, when it's I, not in as the, good a sound, is it? In the cul-de-sac. Like, you don't want a tinny sound. You want a, a good wood yeah. thunk. It seems to vibrate more, mm. is what it was. I, remember those things, I don't know whether you had them in the area, but it was like... A cone that you put the ball in, you press a thing, and, and it pops it up. Oh, I've never used. I've seen them. I've never used them. Yeah, I used to have those and play it in the front garden in Seattle. Smack, Smack. satisfying cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm. uh, Paul Brown's claim to fame is almost as bland as his name, and probably his marriage. But nonetheless, <laughs> it still somehow uh, netted him thirteen million dollars when he invented the upside down squeezy bottle. Now used by companies the world over for dispensing sauces and shampoos, Paul Brown is living proof that you don't have to be clever, inspirational, well-liked, 
or even the slightest bit interesting to be rich. All you have to do is take someone else's invention and turn it upside down. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like a ketchup squeezy bottle. Yeah. So you know the the, the, the the lids on the bottom? Yeah. So you just open the lid and squeeze. Paul Brown. He invented that. As opposed to the lid being on the top, on the top. and you having to turn it upside down and just give it a bit of a shake. Oh, so it wasn't like the squeezy thing was on top. No, no, no. It was so like, it's just yeah, a, it was the yeah. shake it out. And now was, you invented you the squeeze release. Well, it was, he didn't even invent the plastic bottle. He invented the yeah. fact that it could be upside down. So he just made the lid a bit bigger and then turned it upside down. Right. Paul Brown. It makes sense. $13 million. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. It's kind of ironic that I don't think Brown Source has that, but maybe it does. Uh, ours does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but, got Paul yeah. Brown's brown sauce, yeah. <laughs> Shampoo bottles, all of that. It's all like that now. Yeah. Fucking uh, lube. Yeah. Probably proud it's of that. Just, it just, he woke up one day and just went like that. $13 million. Well, that makes perfect. It's one of those things that you would do in your own house to make yourself more convenient. Yeah. I can understand how you'd be like, well, instead of ketchup, just being like, you have to shake the ketchup every time mm. to get something. But no, yeah, I'll just start doing that. Yeah. And eventually heads and shoulders will do it. <laughs> yeah. Have it Everyone. Everything. Well, that's the thing. He copyrighted it and then sold it to all these companies. $13 million. <laughs> I've copyrighted 180 degrees. Yeah. What do you mean? Just anything 180 degrees? I, that's yeah. Me now. Yeah. I took your bottle and made it my bottle. <laughs> just, it's just irritating. I mean, well done. $13 million, <laughs> but like, good Lord. Well done, but I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think you suffered enough. <laughs> For your art. Yeah. Your uh, more ketchup. Yeah. Um, Paul Brown. <laughs> Paul Brown. Um, i try and get this guy's nas- last name right. Alexander Kliyev. I'll go Kliyev. Alexander Kliyev, Russian pilot of the Aerofloat Flight 6502. Like many Russians, was a risk taker. Um, <laughs> upon coming into land, he made a bet with his co-pilot that he could land the plane blind using only his instruments. <laughs> Uh, long story short, 70 <laughs> people died. <laughs> what a hero. <laughs> uh, just that moment. Like, how about we mix it up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Apparently he drew the curtain across the cockpit window. Oh my God. Like. <laughs> That's worse like, than closing your eyes. Yeah. That's no, didn't even close like, it. No drew the curtains. Yeah. Like, no, so I've got my Why instruments. Why does curtains? <laughs> Why does, the, why does the front windshield of a plane have curtains on it? My in the only first thought place? was it's like. It's not like a truck where you stop off in the services and you have a quick sleep. Well, uh, yeah, I guess someone's got to be awake at all times, haven't they? So, like, you don't. Yeah. Like, the, the pilots are allowed to sleep, yeah. but in shifts. So, like, the co pilot's awake. So, yeah, but. Oh, <laughs> close just the, draw curtain the curtain. Responsibility. Yeah. And all these people's future memories. Yeah. <laughs> there were 94 people on the plane, 70 of them died. 24 were fine. Yeah. It, it's, it landed. Apparently, the plane just ended upside down on the runway. <laughs> Paul Brown was flying out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll take your plane. I'll kill 70 people. <laughs> I'll kill fucking 65% of your whole crew. Of your, load, your passenger load. <laughs> yeah. But without that, there'd be no innovation. You know what I mean? What without Paul Brown? Without uh, without that risk taking, it's that thing. I don't think with- it's innovative to kill seventy people. 
Well, you have to be it's like not innovative to crash a plane. <laughs> no, but to, that experiment to see if you can do it without. Just don't, you know. don't do it while there's other people on the plane. <laughs> for something, a bet. <laughs> something I read was, um, you know, there's loads of films that are like the pilots are dead. Yeah. Someone from someone needs to needs learn to, fly. to land this plane. Never happened. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, never. Oh. And they're like, if it did everyone would die <laughs> you'd be like you can't teach something maybe i mean te- modern technology maybe but you go like nobody can f- land a fucking plane mm. if they've never done it before yeah but then um like lighter aircraft i think that you can yeah it's just yeah. uh well, you can be like talked through it not a fucking massive plane well they don't trust you to be on a parachute by yourself for the first time and it's like there's no yeah. like all you have to do is wait yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you've got to land without smashing your joints yeah get to the end and alright wait and then when you get to the round just run a bit well I guess as well like directing your descent right mm. someone's like this whoop <laughs> well he's gone into the Atlantic now yeah <laughs> alright we uh, suggest you don't do it fuck you go into the sea <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's slight slight tangent. So I got a I got a drone recently and I haven't oh, had yeah. one before. Um and I'd, I I I always thought it'd be quite it'd be quite cool to kind of fly around, but I didn't take into account that it's actually kind of terrifying like to send all that money just up into the air. And oh, just, was it expensive? Like, was it? Can you get like just quite cheap ones. Yeah, you can get but well, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, like and look, but just just to just to trust it. Like it's going to it's going to be all right. Like it's it's just it's it's just weird it's it's weird and it's, they've got all of this capability now where they can land themselves like if you lose connectivity they'll come back like um like it's got it's it's got sensors so it won't hit things a lot of the time if it sees Sarah Connor <laughs> it just immediately kills her yeah like the capabilities of them are great but it's still a weird like I I, I got it up to thirty meters on the first down it's just like this isn't it's 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 frightening like yeah. it's 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 weird it's it's it, yeah yeah i'm not used i'm still not not used to it it's going to take me a while to get used to it but apparently you're allowed to go up legally to 120 meters which is about 400 feet and yeah. beyond that you'll start entering airspace where other things are so you're not allowed to yeah but i don't I russian just... pilots taking bets but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can hit that drone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's It'd be the I, same as everything else. It must have been weird when you went out with an expensive camera for the first time, yeah. like a pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is weird. Yeah, but you just gotta, yeah, just trust that it's not just gonna fall out of the sky. I guess. And there's yeah. the, there's no lives at risk. No, nothing's <laughs> at stake true. apart from your investment. But it's yeah. just, yeah, and they're pretty crash proof. I think. Yeah. They're, well, they're, they're 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 pretty they're pretty sturdy. They have to be, but. Um, it's still like if it's not going to survive a fall from 120 meters like it's just yeah yeah mm. and water any kind of water fucked i saw someone put like empty water bottles on each of the legs oh they I, acted as a buoyancy yeah I, I saw it something like kind that. of clever but then yeah yeah but then it's like <laughs> i don't it's just there was really um, strange. there was something that i think you invested in the kickstarter years ago which was kind of a drone idea right that yeah was like it followed you yeah they t- the, well they all the, the the they do that now generally right, like right. As, a, as, as a thing but at the time it was quite innovative but the company never got off the ground so yeah, you yeah. just ended up having to get the money back yeah, yeah. but it's it's yeah it's they're 
Could be some interesting shots, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Capabilities of them are really interesting. I've got it's an just... idea for one. I've got Have an you? idea for a project. Okay. That I want you to be involved in as little as possible because okay. of the reveal. But there's certain shots that you'll need. Yeah, with. and those shots, I think, won't give away the rest of it. Okay. But the bigger issue is that it's it's a big project out of my skill set, probably out of your skill set, that I'm just going to try and learn how to do and try and have you involved in and then cool. release you to you at the end. <laughs> and yeah, there's a drone shot in it that could be quite cool. Cool. All right. But yeah, it could be interesting. I mean, that, that. But, uh, like, your promotional bakery video is going to take on a whole new, <laughs> yeah. whole new level. Bread in the sky. Have you tried this from 120 metres? <laughs> I don't think people will see me baking. <laughs> no, just throw that pancake really high. <laughs> we'll see it on like the horizon. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, planning a wedding is a huge undertaking. So when you do it for a living, you really have to be ready for anything. Hmm. Uh, Darren Hickey, professional wedding planner, was ready for most things, um, <laughs> but not quite everything. Um, and at a client's wedding, upon consuming a scalding hot fish cake that burnt the the burns on the inside of his throat were so severe that he couldn't breathe and he died. <laughs> <laughs> these oh. right caterings here, yeah. yeah. These better be hot. The last <laughs> wedding I organised, they were cold. Are they hot? Yeah. <laughs> 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 A plus, A plus. Yeah, fades away. Died eating fish cakes. Oh, not God. the best grave, but not the worst. Like it's one of the worst things to happen. Not, not it's the worst. Thing it's a horrible happen. way to go. But I mean, one of the one thing that will ruin your day is if you burn the roof of your mouth. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, now my whole I've, I ate that pizza. It's usually pizza, mm. just too quick. But that's the th- that's the weird thing I can't get my head around. Is like if you eat something hot, your reflex, your instinct is to spit it out. Eat it faster. Stop eating it. Not just like... He <laughs> 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 was, was a wedding planner. He was the leader of that wedding. He couldn't yeah. be seen to be weak. <laughs> so he had to eat it. It's not that hot. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> it's not that hot. Call, call the coroner. <laughs> the ambulance? Coroner. Oh. Definitely dead. God. It's just, yeah, it's a horrible way to go. Burnt to throat to death. Yeah, they said. Well, they said they said it was it was similar to the kind of in- injuries they see from people who have smoke inhalation, like during house fires and stuff. Right. Apparently, that's that's how it how it happens, which isn't great. So it burnt his tongue and his throat so much that it gave he, off the smoke of a house fire. <laughs> no, <laughs> he choked no. on that. No, just well, it's, it's, I, I didn't got a house fire in his mouth. Apart from like the carbon monoxide and all of that stuff, apparently yeah. the worst thing with smoke is that it burns your insides. And it was it was the same kind of thing, and it just meant he couldn't breathe. It was too painful to breathe. It's just mm. happy wedding. Yeah, happy happy wedding. <laughs> Did you have a wedding planner? No. Feels no, like it's, it job. feels like more of an upmarket thing, I think. But some venues come with them built in. Like, they'll have a wedding planner that works at their venue, so they just plan everything that happens at that venue. Yeah. We we d- we had that sort of. Like, they would organise the day. Kind of like, the, 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 the order of events at the time. So they would mm. make sure that all the food was on time and all of that kind of stuff. But that's not specifically a wedding planner. Yeah, like, the yeah, they're not ordering your flowers and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, going through cakes and shit. They're just mm. like... Yeah, no. Organiser, mm. helper... Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and finally, 
Uh, America's first space shuttle was supposed to be called the Constitution, a fitting galactic representative of the lauded upholding of individual rights and freedoms that had enabled the USA to achieve this technological milestone. However, uh, said freedoms also enabled a bunch of stupid Trekkies to complain to NASA en masse until they caved in like the bunch of Nazi sympathising cowards that they are and renamed the shuttle the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Is that real? It's real. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like, it could have been mutually pleasant. Well, I, I think they 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 went they did it all like lighthearted and stuff. But if I if I made a spaceship, <laughs> it was like I'm gonna call this the Constitution, and a bunch of morons called me complaining, oh, you should call it the Enterprise. And be like, fuck you! I built this. This yeah. is mine. Fuck you! I'm going to space. But then it would have been probably worse if the Constitution blew up over the Florida <laughs> skyline. Yeah. Shouldn't have called it the Enterprise, should Sh- you? Shouldn't have made it out yeah. of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they had the they they had the cre- uh, which is Gene Gene Roddenberry. I can't remember if he wrote yeah, Star Trek or if he created it or whatever. Right he right. was there at the launch. I was like, fuck off, Gene. Like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do anything real. You wrote a show. <laughs> you didn't. You had nothing to do with this thing. Nothing. <laughs> it just. Twenty <laughs> twenty. There's there's no reason to get this angry about it. But I'm oh just, no, please. It was. It's just that whole thing. Like this is mine. I made this. I did all the work. Why do you get to complain about the name of it? Like like I said. I feel like I'm being a much more peacekeeper in 2020. <laughs> We're only a few days in, right? Yeah, two episodes. Uh, just like, yeah, um, it might have been mutually beneficial. They might have been like, oh, no, actually, yeah, that does sound like a good they, idea. They, they were all really lighthearted about it. And we're like, yeah. oh, well, fair. A lot, this will make a lot of people happy. It doesn't really change but, anything about but the yeah, mission. If but if it was yours, you'd be like, oh, now then tell me I'm too, to pos- I'm too possessive about it now. Like, uh, uh, Yeah, I'd be too possessive. It's like having someone else name your house. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now I live in Gareth, do I? <laughs> well, because you say so. My yeah. house I built I, I paid for it. Yeah, I, I paid for it. It's mine. I live in it. It's my stuff. I wanted to call it Sally, but no, apparently it's Gareth. <laughs> so you could still call it Sally. No, no, you want it to be called Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? That must be, uh, yeah, it's possessive, mm. I guess, is a thing. But in then, my head, it's not unreasonable. I don't, maybe I, I, it is. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm just I'm just curious because like yeah, I'd have I'd be the same. But my assumption is that they wouldn't have let it pass. Like imagine having s- allowing someone else to name your dog. I mean, like, well, I've still got a dog. I'm still yeah. I'm still happy having a dog. But my assumption is I wouldn't let them change the name of my dog without me accepting without yeah. me being on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, whoever made the spaceship, whoever they would they they agreed. But it's yeah. just but you, your your feeling is that. <laughs> They were probably reluctant about. No, my my feeling for God's sake is that if you've if you've put so much time and money into this and you've decided for a reason to call it something like the Constitution or whatever, that there's no there's no reason whatsoever to to cave to the pressures of these fucking morons. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you're Which happy is... to do so, fine. You're a coward, but fine. <laughs> coward for 
renaming it to something that you want to rename it to? No! I, exactly, because the it assumption never st- is that he's doing it against his will. Yeah. And there's no evidence of that. It's just your feeling of, <laughs> it will totally be against your will. You'd totally be un- on board for that. Yeah. To say, yeah. Same thing as, as it, or, or if it were brilliant. There's still my favourite example of, Steve! It's... <laughs> Yeah, you started doing creative stuff. You started like doing covers of songs. Oh yeah, that was a while like ago that. now. Yeah. yeah, and you're enjoying it, and you're doing it every week. It was consistent, and then you had like friends of yours who were like, "Oh, Steve, this is really inspiring. I'd love to do this." And you're like, "Fuck off!" It's like, but Steve, maybe we could do something. Different. Fuck you! I'm doing my thing. <laughs> Don't take my thing and do it something else. I didn't invent this. I stole it for somebody else. But. <laughs> And it's like it's yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah, it's the same kind of wiring, it's, I guess. It's, it's yeah, it's it's, it's like it's, I'm doing something, and now somebody else is coming over to spoil it. Mm. And it's just like, no, I just can you just, just leave me alone? Yeah, it's called constitution. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, oh, I guess so. Fine, yeah. whatever you say, whatever I can say, if you leave me alone. I think part of it is also that I assume the tone of voice of the people that were calling in, like, well, actually, I think it would make more sense if you called it the Enterprise, and then just eventually just being eroded down to being like, fine, just yeah. stop calling, and then those people being like, we won. <laughs> Fuck you. Five, four, three, two, one. Lord, I don't care. Launch. Yeah. <laughs> When it gets up there, blow it up. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm going to make my own constitution, mm. and it's going to be C4 in the base. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your enterprise. <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's a new enterprise coming, a new Star Trek coming out. Oh, is it? Yeah, with just really old Patrick Stewart in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it a film or is it a series? Series. See, I I never I I was I never really watched the series. I got, not got anything mm. against it. I just I never never really bothered. Uh, I watched the 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 films, the newest films, and I I actually quite like those, the yeah, Chris the Pine ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I th- I actually thought they were really good. Um, but yeah, the the series. I think at the time when I could have been watching it, um, there was too much stigma around it as like. Uh, kind of a nerdy thing and I maybe I avoided yeah. it um, but like, I got into it very late I watched like Star Trek Voyager when I was a kid yeah. I think that was the current one mm. when I was a kid but I didn't really watch Enter- um, The Next Generation for a long time only like the last couple of years yeah then started oh, yeah, started getting into it stuff mm. like yeah seems pretty happy pretty mm. chilled yeah I'm sure I'd like it I just yeah I just... maybe hasn't dated that badly Some, no like The Next Generation hasn't really I mean, it's quite, kind of dated quite well. I mean, they were dealing with gender fluidity in the 90s. Oh, right. Like, in that one episode or whatever. Mm. Be like, oh, this is a weird thing to crop up in the 90s. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just like, that's like sitcom-y mm. kind of feel, soapy feel to it, but still interesting. Very geeky. Yeah, yeah. Although I quite like, uh, I've, I've watched I've watched all of the Orville. Fucking love the Orville. I didn't watch the second season of that yet. Or no. The first season. I was like, oh, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I'd, it's, yeah, they, they didn't, I think the first season they leaned into the funnier bit. Like mm. beyond that though, it's become like a platform where we don't have to be funny. We can just kind of tell good stories. And yeah. like, and I, I really love it. I, I yeah, think it's yeah. really well done. Yeah. I forgot about the Orville. Mm. season two mm. um yeah that's me this week yeah yeah busy week <laughs> getting angry about busy two days yeah even yeah even. this has been a hectic production week it feels like yeah 
Yeah. Although I say that, I didn't prep anything for the last <laughs> didn't show. Do anything last <laughs> Hectic. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, still mm. record stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm at Nick Step. I am at Sing It Steve. We are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Have we and decided we are... about Twitter? Well, I'm gonna, I might try and do Twitter again. Okay. That was my New Year's thing and I just haven't. Try doing this thing you don't like. I've decided yeah. I'm not going to do it. Try again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the weird splashy thing still on the screen at the moment. Uh, we're also yeah. wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com for emails. Yeah. Send us stories and stupid things that you found. We'll go through yeah. it. But yeah, I did uh, like a weird Twitter joke thing. Joke a day. You did, you did that for a while. Three years ago or something like that. I did yeah. that for a good couple of months. I was like, oh, I could maybe do that again. Mm. Could be a good exercise. But there's loads of writing exercises I want to try. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be that be that good, but we'll see. Mm. Right. All my the, the problem is I can write puns, but I hate puns. Yeah. But I can write them even they're not really con- conventional puns, but I still hate them. <laughs> and it feels horrible doing them. <laughs> I don't know how much more of that I want yeah. in my life. Yeah. But Twitter jokes, maybe. Who knows? So yeah, if I do Twitter a bit more, I might try and swing Twitter back in. Mm. It, it, end of the day, yeah, selecting one social media, I think, comes down to which one do you prioritise. Mm. I think it's easy enough at the moment for the next foreseeable future to post everything to everywhere, like tweet style, and then just see what happens. But then eventually be like, look, if you're going to interact with us, this is where. Mm. And if we're going to communicate and post more, it's going to be on one of these channels. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Righty how. Cool. Yeah, yeah. call it there. 